it has kind of even more evolved from there because uh, when I would go ask people like, hey, you know what, what, because the driving, the driving question for this whole project is like, what makes you feel alive, right? Yeah. That is the driving number one, like bottom line, here's, here's the question that we want to ask. Here's the question that drives like why we make decisions, why we're doing things, why we want to talk to people, why we want to hear stories. It's just changed everything in my life. Every single person has a gift to offer the world. And what does that look like? How can we inspire people to do that? Grab onto that and and be anchored in that because um, their fulfillment lies in their identity, not in their actions. You can kind of sort of BS everybody else that kind of thing where you know if you're on it or not. Wake up and clean the slate, and you don't have to believe the lies that people have told you. You're not living that to its potential. It's a waste. Welcome to the Forgotten Art Project. My name is David. And I'm Shara. We are so excited to be here today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Forgotten Art Project podcast which is quite the mouthful. Uh, we're, we're, we're just going to call it the Forgotten Art Project. And everything we do under that is, is part of that. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, we should talk about the name first. Well, maybe we should say, like, who we are first. Yeah. Yeah. So. What's uh, your name? My, my, <laughs> my name is David. And. Uh, my yeah. name is Shara. And welcome. We're really excited to be here. Welcome to. Yeah, this has been kind of like a long time in the works. Yeah, for Uh, you, definitely. This has been (laughs) the start of the idea of this whole like thing in and of itself is like, we're going on like three years here. And so the evolution of like what it has turned into and what it's becoming is is very different than the original place that it started in. Yeah. Do you want to start with the name and tell us why we're, we have such an extravagant gorgeous name (laughs) (laughs) yeah so the the forgotten art was like the original name that i came up with because um i came back to playing music again and uh it was kind of like this aha moment where i realized that hey i had had this huge passion for music when i was a kid and i played music like nonstop and went on all these cool trips and met all these cool people and it was just an amazing fun experience um and then life just kind of happened and didn't do anything music related for a long time, uh, like eight years. So when I started playing and writing again, um, I was like, hey, this is like my forgotten art. This is that thing that I forgot about. I came back to it. And then, you know, as we were talking about it and thinking about it, I had this idea of like, hey, I bet there are other people who have similar things, like similar passions and things that they've forgotten about. And then it is kind of more evolved from there because uh, when I would go ask people like, hey, you know what, what, because the driving, the driving question for this whole project is like, what makes you feel alive, right? Yeah. That is the driving number one, like bottom line, here's, here's the question that we want to ask. Here's the question that drives like why we make decisions, why we're doing things, why we want to talk to people, why we want to hear stories. And so with the forgotten art, just like that, we kind of were running into problems where we talk to people and they would say, well, I don't have an art. Yeah. Like, 
Well, yeah, I know, but that's okay. We're yeah. not we're not asking for you to have an art. We're saying like the forgotten art of what of this of of being alive, basically the forgotten art of being alive. And so, we decided you actually suggested, hey, why don't we change the name to the Forgotten Art Project? And I think that was a a great idea because then now we take the art piece of the name and we change it from an adjective to a noun. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other way around. Um, it's a descriptive So term. now we're just describing the thing and not like it's not the thing yeah. itself. Yeah. It's almost and, like art is what is your expression, you know, and that's so different for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't want to limit it to like talking about just – like if you're just a musician or just a painter or whatever, like one just thing, a musician. right? I'm, I don't, <laughs> I don't mean it like that, but just that one like artistic expression. Like, yes. what if your art has is not like a traditionally mm-hmm. um, artistic thing? Maybe there. I, I mean, I think you and I we we see like there's a there's a bit of art to anything that you yes. do, right? Anything yes. that you love and your passion. So. Whether you're an engineer, a math- mathematician, whether you're a teacher, whether you are a scuba diver, um, yeah, I think you and I both believe in some ways that that is, like I said before, an expression, and that's artistic, that's creative. It's just their brain works a little bit differently, and they do it a little, little bit differently. Um, yeah, I think that everyone can make it. Everyone can be creative. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been it's been a fun evolution to get to the point where we're at now. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I started out making some shorter videos of people that were you know pursuing what makes them alive, and uh, that was very rewarding and very fun. Um, but at that time in my life, I had time to sit down and make those videos, and um, that is just not reality at the moment. Like life has changed quite a bit since this whole project came to birth and um it to be honest like I wait wait your life got busy it got busy That's yeah so weird I know, it's so strange <laughs> and uh and it, it's like it's intentional like I I feel like busyness is kind of like a dirty word in a way mm-hmm. where we just mm-hmm. say like oh I'm really busy and it can be an excuse yeah. for not controlling your life and not yeah. like paying attention and right now, for me, I, I don't feel like that's the case. Like we have a very specific like goals and purpose of like what we're doing and why we're so busy. Yes. And it still sucks and is hard, but it's it's okay. It's just like you know, you get through that um, busyness with like intentional busyness versus unintentional busyness. I feel like it's good to define that. Yeah. Well, sometimes we, life just happens. And that too. Yeah. 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 And so you have to stop whatever else you were doing and focus on you know a life project. So. Yeah. But sometimes you get to choose, like you said, what your goals are. Right. And so anyways, uh, coming back to like making the videos and not being able to do it. And then I've, I, my favorite part of this whole thing is honestly like, like creating music was, was like very fulfilling for me. But also the best part for me was just sitting down and having the conversations. Mm-hmm. It was fun to go back afterwards and like kind of craft the story and make it like this kind of, you know, more impactful thing. Um but really the best part was just like sitting down and talking about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I had coffee with a friend who had suggested like, hey, have you ever thought about like podcasting? I was like, nah, I don't know about that. You know, like the 
seems, uh, I don't know. I, and at the time, I wasn't even really into podcasts. I hadn't really listened to very many podcasts. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was so sort of... So that's a newer thing for you? I'm pretty late adopter, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. I don't feel so, like, behind the times <laughs> then, because <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty late in the game as well. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that was a good... Uh, just bringing that up for me was like, oh, hey, this is something to consider, you know, even though I was definitely dragging my feet and not super enthused about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I started consuming a lot of podcasts and, and realized that I was getting a lot out of them. Like it was, it was very helpful, very impactful, very inspiring. And like, instead of listening to the news or whatever and feeling like, pretty bad about what's going on in the world Hmm. instead now taking that and using the opportunity to listen to things to learn things to grow and and a lot of them are just people literally just sitting down like this having a conversation yeah and how how that was like impacting me in in a very positive way and so that kind of that kind of changed my thinking from like dragging my feet about it to like you know what actually this is probably a good idea Mm -hmm. and on top of that it's achievable in like the amount of time that I have, like I can sit down and we can record a conversation for an hour or half hour, two hours, whatever. And then we can, we can post it. Yeah. And I don't have to like sit down and do 40 hours of post-production and put music to it and would cut it the video up. Sometimes? And it would take a long wow. time to like craft the story. And wow. Yeah. And, and I loved it. It was super fun, but I just, I can't, can't yeah. do that. So you have, you have family. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So podcasts are, I think that's interesting how you said that, um, you know, you you went from watching the news or listening to the news to podcasts. And that seems like a a big leap in a way. But Mm -hmm. I think that that's becoming more common. Um, People are the direct source. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to a wide spectrum of people and, like you said, learning and taking away from, you know, their experience, hopefully, then you know, the news is a very different experience because it's not just sitting and having something thrown at you. It's, hey, I wonder how I could change things. I wonder how I could do things differently. And so it's an interactive news. Yeah. And you get to, I mean, there's a little bit of a balance, right? Like, I think it's it's important to be informed and yes. know what's going on. But th- that's different than just like listening to this crazy news cycle that happens every day of like the latest yes. horrible thing that has happened. Whereas like taking a step back and just like knowing some of the bigger picture things that are going on and then being able to, you know, talk about it and have conversations. But it's not like they're having open ended like, huh, I wonder about this sort of conversations on the news. They're just telling you like the latest sensational thing that's going to get ratings. Yeah. No, I think it's interesting. I just I think that would be an interesting concept to explore, you know, maybe at a later later date. But I just think that um, things are really changing that um, people are struggling with where to go to get their news, to, to um, feel that it's trustworthy. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, there's fewer and fewer sources that maybe you could get a broader spectrum. You know, I go to my one or two places, mm-hmm. and usually it's like BBC or, you know, something like that. Yeah. And I feel like I can trust that source. And then it's all these other places that you go. It's the people directly. Yeah. And... And the beauty of the the podcast, it it's re- the beauty of it in the best way is like I can take this this thing that I'm interested in or this topic that is, gets me excited, and mm-hmm. you can dive deep down there. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, the thing that we 
I, I still would have to be careful of is like, okay, now I'm only, I'm only listening to things that are my point of view or mm, people mm -hmm. that like what I like. Or yeah. so, you know, you can, there's a danger there still in getting like down this narrow, narrow path. Yeah. But even still, if you're going down this narrow path and it's bringing you life and giving you energy and you feel like better about your direction and your learning and you're moving forward, then I still see that as like a positive. Yeah, I do too. And I think it's, um, I don't know, I, think, I feel like I keep getting distracted, but it's just so interesting to talk about this kind of perspective with podcasts and what can you really accomplish with it. And I think that one of the things that I'm excited about accomplishing overall with these podcasts is uh, being able to pull in from different perspectives. You know, if somebody has a goal of living, doing things to feel alive, and maybe they don't phrase it that way and it looks different for them and, and whatever. I'm interested in finding the similarities mm -hmm. between people from different backgrounds, you know, who are doing very different things. Uh, young, old, male, female, wealthy, poor, you know, struggled a lot, didn't struggle a lot. You know, those are all wonderful things that make the story rich. But I'm interested in finding the commonalities between them and saying, okay, what, what's that drive that we have to, um, to be ourselves? To be ourselves and especially I, I don't know about you but I think it it happens as you get older um you kind of get to this stage of life where you're like okay what am I doing and how do I do it better and how do I have goals for it and so I think that's going to be really exciting to see as time goes on yeah for sure and I think like that's one of the big goals that we have with this right is we yeah. want we want to hear your story other people's stories we want to hear like what's going on and what um, you know, how you're pursuing being the best version of you and how you're pursuing being alive. And I think, um, it's such a like super simple question. It's like so ridiculously simple and obvious, but I don't think that I really like listened to that question and like really just let it sink in until one of my mentors, um, through coaching had, had asked me the question and like that, was like really the first time probably like um, maybe almost like 10 years ago that I really just like hmm. took that in and then sort of started using that question to make decisions. Huh. Right. So not just like going about and letting things happening, but like really actively thinking like, does this thing make me alive? And what are, what are these things? Cause it's not just one thing like, right. Like coming back to music was a, a piece of me, like coming being more alive right and, and discovering that but we're so complicated as human beings we're not just like all oh, this one passion is going to solve all your problems and you're going to be perfect if you pursue it but if we were like constantly thinking about that question and like okay if i'm being asked to do this thing but it's really like drains life for me and it doesn't you know like then maybe that's a great clue and if we're like thinking about that question and like say no to things mm, um, yeah you know, which I think is, is hard for many of us to say no. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, like you said, like when you feel like you're getting older because you're not old. but <laughs> well, I'm getting older. Yeah. Getting older. But, but yeah, you like start paying more attention to like, okay, yeah, what, what am I doing with my time and does it make me feel fulfilled? And, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, coming back to that, like that's part of the goal with this podcast is we want to talk to people and we want to hear what you're doing to, to make that happen, regardless of if you have some cool thing that you have created or done or yeah. made. I want to yeah. make that distinction very clear. Like, 
yeah, we're going to interview people who have like created these amazing nonprofits or like are, are world changers and are doing like crazy cool things in the community. But we also want to talk to you people that are just <laughs> you people. I was very, was very accusatory. I didn't mean it like that. Um, the rest of the world. <laughs> the rest of the world, like myself included. Yeah, um, yeah, no, you know, I know. Like, I put myself in with the rest of the world yeah, as well. We, we want to hear like just, hey, you have a job, you don't love it, but you're you're pursuing this thing on the side yes. and it's maybe it's still a struggle and it's not easy, but it's adding to your life. Like we still, yeah. we want to talk about those stories too, because I think that's where like most of us are. Yeah. And not like some of these people who have done these really cool things are, you know, inspiring and we still want to hear their stories too. So. So would you say that it's, um, cause this is my interpretation, but would you say that it starts with the concept, a way of thinking that that's really what maybe happened initially when that mentor was asking you that question is, an idea started in your head mm-hmm. and kind of worked itself through. Mm-hmm. And then it became a set of actions. What do I do? How do I do this? Yeah. It became this like this core thing. Maybe you can maybe call it a core value um, mm-hmm. that permeates through and, you know, causes you to pause mm-hmm. perhaps and just, you know, helps you with decision-making and, I feel like there's a lot of things in in life that anytime you can like build a framework or have an understanding of yourself that helps you with your decision making, it's a win. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, that's what it, that's what it was for me. And so there has been like a lot of different things that have um, transpired because of that over over the course of the past like decade. So, I mean, that seems to be a significant point that I haven't heard from you before is that you had a mentor specifically ask you that question. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit more about that scenario. Yeah. So uh, I am coach um, by profession. And so I, I coach people through health and fitness. And um, back when we were first getting into this field, um, we were basically going and learning from everybody. We wanted to go like who's we? Uh, my wife and I. Sorry. <laughs> Good question. Who's, so who's the was, other important yeah, factor? This was pre kids. This was pre kids, and this was uh, you know, uh, we're we're out of college now. We're deciding like, okay, what are we gonna do? Um, we decide. I I decide. Yeah, like I love health and fitness. I want to help people in this realm, and um, so we start going to like educate ourselves as much as we can and learn from people, and we. Didn't have a lot of money. I remember my parents helped us out. We wanted to go to this big thing where we knew all these amazing coaches were going to be in um, Austin, Texas. And mm-hmm. so I think my parents helped us out a little bit with our plane tickets um, and got down to Austin and we got to be a part of this this weekend down there where all these coaches were teaching like, hey, these are we've been in the field. We've been in the trenches. Here's mm-hmm. what's been here's working. Here's some frameworks. Here's some things that you can take from us. And, um, at the time, like we were considering opening our business. And, um, so this, this guy, James, he got up to speak and like all these amazing coaches are in the room and they're all talking and they're all saying like really helpful, insightful things. And then he gets up there and then, then it's different. It's different. All the other coaches who were presenting are paying attention. Mm. Like everybody is glued on him and you're like, this guy is kind of a level above like mm. what everybody else is doing. And he is 
like a scientist to the max. He knows, uh, he knows what he's talking about. Like, I want to know what that guy knows. So that was my first experience with him. So you were drawn to something. With him, I was for sure drawn to his level of like competence and confidence. It was Mm. very high. And so at that, at that thing, he actually announced, Hey, I'm going to be launching a coach's course, like teaching coaches how to be coaches. And you're like, yeah, it was like, (laughs) sign me up. up." And I spent the next like two or three years, um, learning from him. So they were like, not just these little courses. They were like, Hey, you go up, you have a full weekend immersion. Then you go back and you got homework to do that with real clients that takes like a couple months at a time that you have to go actually do it. Oh, wow. Right. And so through the course of that and through working with him, and then I actually became like a client of his and he trained me for a while. And, and I I would say like a, a huge, huge portion of how I view the world and how I see people and how I try to help people is, is based on like the frameworks that he, he taught. And I'm forever grateful to like, having that experience to learn from him. And the best thing about it was like, he never gave like, here's the answer. Hmm. The best thing about it was always like, here's a framework of how you can view it through a lens and try to like figure it out. Interesting. And so I think too often like, we're, we're looking for like the perfect answer or, we're, or people are trying to give the perfect answer, but there's like so many variables. And so it's like impossible yeah. to do that. And in some level, like that's arrogant. Like, how yes. can you, how can we have that answer? We don't have the answer. Um, so I was just, I was really drawn to that. And it was like infuriating at times when you're like, <laughs> well, what about this? You know, you raise your hand in a class. You're like, well, what about this? And they're like, well, it depends. You're like, ah, stop <laughs> saying it depends, you know, like. Um, you can no longer live by a set standard of rules. You now have to be flexible because you are working with a person. Yeah. And you're working with a person. And from what you've talked about before, you're diving into deep-seated issues sometimes mm-hmm. that come up through, you know, physically training yourself. Yeah. And so, and even through coaching, always my favorite part was always like when somebody wanted to come talk to me about something real, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Yeah. I'll teach you how to squat, but yeah, like you want to talk to something real, like now nah, I'm going to light up and I'm going to be in, yeah. into it with you. Yeah. I know. Uh, I totally relate to that. I feel like anything I've ever done in the past, there's always been moments where I connect with somebody and I feel like, um, you're able to go through this process with them. And that's the part that you walk away feeling like I accomplished something today. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that's sure. a pretty big deal. Yeah. I wonder what that is. Mm-hmm. Explore that more. No, right. Yeah. <laughs> we both have this drive to, I don't know, see that person, hear that person, mm-hmm. process with that person. I don't know. Well, I think at like a basic level of being humans, like we, we desire to really connect with other people. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just like a brief moment of like an yeah. actual connection and not just, hey, how, did you see that snow this morning? By the way, every time we've been hanging out lately, it's, know, right? it snows. <laughs> what is up with that? So I woke up uh, this morning because um, the dogs downstairs were barking. And so I got up at like 530, walked downstairs, and I'm like, holy crap, <laughs> there's snow outside. There's like a quarter of an inch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was fairly warm this week. I don't know why there's snow. <laughs> oh, it was cold yesterday. It was freezing. Oh. Anyways, anyways. Um, so let's bring it back to the project a little bit. Um, th- I would say that this project like almost died. 
Hmm. Not totally, not, maybe it was paused, maybe it was, but so my, my life changed quite a bit and I don't really want to get into that at the moment, but (laughs) (laughs) um, it changed quite a bit. And I, like I said earlier, like I just didn't have the time and uh, yeah, like, like I had, you know, the busyness was intentional, but it had maxed out my bandwidth pretty close to the edge of what I can do. Yeah. And so, because this takes a lot of work, a lot of energy. Yeah, it takes a lot of work. And um, the band and the videos. Yeah. All of it takes time, takes energy. Um, and, and even though it's all good things, right? It just, yeah. Yeah. So, but it almost kind of like I didn't know exactly what I was going to do because um, I didn't have enough energy to keep keep it going. You didn't have Which is weird. I know. I don't, <laughs> that doesn't really happen you get to that point? so much for me, but it's <laughs> definitely gotten to that point. Um, so, but then you and Jeremy like called me up and pursued me insistently about this project. Yeah. So, we get like, a little annoying at times. No, no, no. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, it was like exactly what I needed to, to make this thing move forward like I don't Mm -hmm. think if you had if you guys had not have called me we definitely wouldn't be sitting here today we definitely wouldn't be saying like ah, we have a new name we're we're launching a podcast like we're moving forward Mm -hmm. so tell me about like why why did you guys call me all of a sudden and just like blast me and say this we want to do this with you all right guys thanks for listening to the first episode ever of the forgotten art project uh, we are going to finish that conversation tomorrow. So we'll catch up with Shara and see why she decided to become a part of this project. And then we'll just continue to talk about, you know, why we created it and some of the background and leading up to where we're at now. So thank you so much. Thanks so much for checking out our latest episode. Be sure to check out the show notes for any links and additional info related to this episode. You can find us on the web at theforgottenartproject.com. And we also want to make sure and let you guys know about our Facebook group. Check out our Facebook page and click on the link to our group and we will make sure and add you. It's a great opportunity to continue the conversations that we are having during our interviews. And we would love to have you be a part of it. If you have a great story or you know somebody that has a great story that you think would be a great fit for our show, please feel free to use the contact form on our website or email us at theforgottenartstories at gmail.com. We would love to hear about how you are pursuing what makes you alive. If you'd like to support this project, we've created an opportunity for you to do so. You can go to patreon.com forward slash the forgotten art project. And for as little as a cup of coffee or $4 a month, you can help us move this project forward and get some new equipment. Our first goal really is just to get some nicer equipment. You can hear how nice this microphone sounds. We'd like to get a few more of these so that the audio quality sounds fantastic for all of you folks to hear. We are truly honored to get to share your story.